Hey there, and welcome back to Rival Reviews, a podcast for anime and manga recommendations and reviews. As always, I'm your host, DJ, and let's just get into it. Um, So kind of going back to how we went with the first episode, this second episode is still kind of on the same kind of wavelength of thought where I'm going to share kind of some more of my picks into a certain kind of demographic set kind of slash genre to kind of give you guys an idea of what my taste is. Um, Because like I said, the idea kind of going into the future is hoping to get your opinions on you know, current series and current, uh, you know, animes and everything else for the season and stuff like that. But I feel like I can't exactly jump right into that at first because I feel like, you know, we kind of got to get to know each other first. Um, so that being said, um, last episode, we went into Shonen and kind of like how I didn't really follow the the correct definition of what Shonen is supposed to be. Uh, very similar to this episode, only we're going to be talking about Shoujo. Um, so in my mind, um, like I'm fully aware that the shoujo is kind of supposed to be, I guess, the direct opposite of shonen, where the demographic is supposed to be more for, you know, adolescent girls to 18 or something like that. Um, but in my mind, um, you know, it it kind of goes down to, I feel like a lot of these different kind of demographics and everything else have their different archetypes. And in my brain, um, when I think shoujo, I think just, you know, romance. And, you know, um, <laughs> funny to kind of, to, to some, I'm sure, and everything else like that. But, uh, you know, I'm a 30-year-old man, and I I love a good romance story, you know. Um, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for it, you know. I, I get teary-eyed at certain romance movies, and same thing, you know. I love the, uh, the awe moments that some uh, really good uh, shoujo mangas and animes uh, can, can give you. Um, so yeah, so I guess kind of to give an introduction to this, I guess first and foremost, I would say the first shoujo that kind of got me into the genre as a whole was, uh, the very good classic fruit baskets. Um, you know, kind of has like a supernatural element to it with, uh, you know, the transformation of animals and everything else. And then, uh, a, a strong female lead, which I feel like is a really big, um, another, you know, uh, genre-specific thing to the uh, shoujo archetype. And, uh, you know, it could just be for a matter of fact that I just, I find it nice to, you know, kind of read a story instead of a, you know, overpowered male lead or or a male lead that, you know, becomes powerful over time, you know, gets stronger after every loss, you know, type of thing like that. I just, you know, it's, it's, it, it kind of reads as like, you know, it's, it's okay to be fragile. It's okay to be intimate. It's okay to, you know, be bashful, so on to so speak. And it's just, it's, it's nice to read kind of fluff pieces sometimes in your, uh, you know, as, as the world goes right now and everything else like that, uh, sometimes I, th- I feel like we need more of that. Um, so yeah, essentially the other argument that I kind of wanted to bring to Shoujo is that I find, and I'd be interested to see, like you said, if uh, you guys want to give me your comments on this, is I find I much prefer watching Shonen than reading it, but for a shoujo story, I, I'm the complete opposite. Um, I find that a lot of the times, and they probably totally do this on purpose for marketing purposes and everything else like that, um, that you know, you get your 12 episodes in a season of a romance, uh, or like a, you know, a fluff piece or whatever else. And 
you know, they've they've barely scratched the surface of the of the relationship and you're kind of just <laughs> stewing there waiting for more and you know that you're not going to get a second season until, you know, a couple years down the road when they've decided that the the numbers that they were looking for this season correspond to how much they feel it's worth it to make the second season. Um, Fruit Baskets was actually a really big one on this one. Not the original, um, but I th- I want to say it was like 20, maybe 18, 19, something like that, where the new Fruit Baskets came out. Um, and it only came out with, with, the, with the first season there. And it kind of just led me on a cliffhanger where I wanted to know more about the, the main couple and everything else like that. So I was like, you know what? This this series has been, you know, done since like 2007. I'm sure I could find a translation and and read it. And sure enough, you know, one search and, and there it was. Um, And this kind of led me down the path, just the rabbit hole of, you know, very generic shoujos like, you know, our spring ride. Uh, uh, there's a whole bunch of them like like there, there's just all the ge- the generic type of ones that you 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 can read and everything else like that, that everybody thinks like, you know, the uh, the little tiger, um, you know, fruit baskets, like I said, in the original. Horing Mia was another really big one that I re- that I watched and was like, hey, I need to know more about this. Um, and it kind of just led me to the fact that, like, you know, I would much rather just read these stories to completion versus waiting for for another season of the anime to come out. And I find that in terms of shonen, I found the exact opposite, where you know, I it's cool to see that, like, oh, I can't believe, like, a good example, like, you know. Oh, like uh, you know the 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 One Piece fights and everything else. That's going to be a great fight and everything else like that. But I'm much more interested in seeing it crazily animated than I am flipping and scrolling down, you know, the black and white picture. Um, and again, I would love to know your comments on that. Um, but yeah, that was kind of what I kind of wanted to bring up and how I felt about the shoujo genre. Um, kind of like last time, what I felt would be really valuable to kind of give my thought on and everything else was my top five. And like I said, um, I wouldn't necessarily fit any of these into just the, sh- the shoujo demographic. So it's kind of like more of like a top five romance slash shoujo, whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I guess uh, in no real particular order, but I will say that this one is probably my top favorite I would honestly argue even manga of all time completed, um, especially in the, in the romance genre, and it's called Love So Life. Um, again, I'm not sure why this one. Hit, I think this one hit me more close to home because I read it right after the birth of my daughter, um, and the story kind of follows the uh, a dad um, raising uh, these two twins and everything else like that, and like. The kids are cute, and the the male lead is doing the best he can to be a, be a dad because, like, he it's not like it wasn't his kids; it was like his brother's kids, and his brother kind of like walked out on them, and it's a it's a whole thing. But it was kind of just watching, like, you know, the daily struggle of a new dad and everything else like that, with the female lead kind of like the romance being a very slow build. And though I would definitely say that, obviously, the romance is the, is a really big part of it. It wasn't like the sole f- focus, like a, a really big focus on this was also the family aspect, which, like I said, maybe it hit me different just because I had just become a dad and everything else like that. But it really hit really well, um, and I appreciated it for what it was. 
next one um, on my list, I believe I kind of already brought it up. It would be uh, Horimiya. Um, again, really cute, fluff, um, best way that I can describe it. Uh, cute kind of like couple where like, you know, the female lead is one of those like moms that is like raising her siblings at home and nobody really knows about it. She just, they just think that she's busy at home, but in reality, you know, she's like this perfect student at school, but is like a total mess at home because of what she has to do in raising her siblings and stuff like that. And then the male lead is like a total, like, you know, loner in the back of the classroom, you know, that classic, uh, what is it? Back left at the window male lead, who is clearly the male lead that you could pick out, uh, in the middle of a crowd because of the way that his like hair is and everything else. Um, kind of like, you know, learns the, 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 I guess the the secret life that the female lead is is leading and uh you know likes her for it and everything else like that and respects her for it and it's like a new feeling for her and she feels that she can be more vulnerable for him so I feel this one's a really good read and the nice part is too is that uh, I find that it's like uh it 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 it's not a story that it was a lot less of a slow burn like I feel like I feel like you know there's a little bit of preamble at the beginning but then they're like it's more focused on them actually being a couple working through life versus the whole time you're just like okay when are they going to get together and then like 80 chapters later they're finally together it's it's not that I, I want to say like they're probably together by like like the third chapter or something like it's 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 very early um, so if you, if you're more of like a, you don't want to deal with a slow burn, I would definitely say that this one's for you. Um, third one that I kind of want to bring up and I kind of already brought up as well, um, fruit baskets needs to be on this list. Like I said, I feel like it has a really good, healthy line of, it finds a perfect balance between drama meets the supernatural element meets the romance element. And it just kind of puts it all into one and also has twists that you weren't expecting, which I find that in a lot of romance ones, you know, once the story is kind of set up and the characters are known and everything else and they're developed, you can, though, like, you'll still enjoy it, but, like, you 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 know where the story is going. Um, though I would say that the, the, the main romance in this is very um, predictable, there are also a lot of side character romances which i also appreciate that it wasn't just focused on one and then a whole slew of like background characters trying to get the main characters together um where this one there's like a whole bunch of different other relationships going on and some of them even you didn't see coming or didn't really expect them to work out but then they did in the end which like i said i, I would say that if you need a, a nice little introduction to the romance I, I I would give fruit baskets the 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 gold star of of introductory kind of shojo uh um piece I guess because uh it, it it does it really well um and like I said the nice part about it is too is that it's also completed a lot of the fluff pieces and or uh, seasons that are coming out as of right now they're all still continuing so there is no finish. And then by the time that you catch up, you're you're looking at monthly releases, which can be daunting, uh, especially uh, depending on how big your uh, your your library already is for the uh, monthly releases. Um, so yeah, number four. Um, the reason I kind of wanted to uh, input this one into the list was due to the fact that it was actually 
uh, the first, I guess, what, what is it? Uh, the first Yuri um, on the list. Um, so uh, it's called Bloom Into You. Uh, fairly short, but very cute, and I think very well done. Um, again, I read this one. I didn't watch this one. I know that there is an anime out, um, but I, I did not partake in that one, but I did read it. Um, and I did enjoy it. What I kind of liked about this one is that both of the characters are best way that I could describe it is that they're very deaf to their emotions. Um, they don't really, it's kind of one of those, they learn what love is and then realize that what they had the entire time was sitting right in front of them, which again, you can kind of see it as kind of, uh, uh, lame and, uh, you know, uh, like, like you can, you can really like see where it's going and everything else like that. But I, I, I find that it's, Due to the fact that it is a shorter one, like I think it's only like fifty chapters or something like that, um, you can call it a slow burn, but it's a slow burn that does progress. I don't want to give any spoilers, but essentially, it, what I would why what I would say is that they they were essentially almost in a relationship the entire time, but they didn't know that the feelings that they had were what they were, and it's just it's. It's not meant to be funny, but it is kind of funny in a way. Um, and that is really the best way that I can put it. So like I said, if you want a nice little quick read, like honestly, I'm pretty sure I read that one in like an afternoon. Um, yeah, just give it a just give it a read. Um, I would definitely um, I would definitely give it a chance. Like I said, it, it's 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 short and I think I maybe read it like six years ago and it's still in my top five. So I think that in itself speaks volumes. Um, Last but certainly not, lot, not least is um, I couldn't put one title here um, due to the fact that... So, number five, what I put is anything by Seo Koji. Um, and the reason I did this is, is because he has created this universe of characters that actually sometimes like kind of make uh, like uh, appearances and other pieces and everything else like that. And you don't know that it's going to happen until you get really deep into it. And I find that he does... like the realism of relationships really well. Like it's not, it's not supposed to be fluffy. It's not supposed to be like, like I feel like he really tags into the actual emotions of these people. And what I like about his characters too, is that a lot of his um, pieces like Suzuku, Fuka, uh, Cafe, Terrace, everything, uh, uh, every, all those type of things that actually kind of goes for, with the characters. Like you you grow up with them, if that makes sense. So, like, like basically, like, they can start all the way back from high school, and then you watch them all the way until, like, A and B characters, like, have kids of their own and stuff like that. And, like I said, I just, I find that out of all the romance that I've read, he's the one that does it the most realistic and is also really, really good in my opinion, of, like, the traditional, like, rom-com. Like, I'm talking, like, you know, Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore kind of rom-com hilarity, in, in in my mind. Um, so, yeah, so, like, basically anything, if I if I find out that it's by Seo Koji, I'm gonna read it. Um, and I, what I think about, like about it, too, is that it, it ties really well. Of, um, I guess he himself was also a uh, high school, like, like, really big athlete. Um, so he puts, he incorporates sports and romance together. So it's not all focused 
on just the romance. Like I said, it, the romance, though, I wouldn't necessarily say the romance takes a backseat, but it's not the primary focus. It's either it could be sport-related, like Suzuki, or if you're talking about Fuka, it was more about, um, like, um, the music industry and everything else like that, and actually kind of took a deep dive into, like, the the drama and and the, the, the life hardships that come out of that and stuff like that. So, like I said, just trust me, especially if you want, like, a realistic look at relationships and what they were, especially in, in like, modern times. Anything by Co Koji. It does it well. That's, I'll leave it at that. Um, so yeah, so that's my top five. Um, again, um, from the current season, like I said, I know last time, um, I kind of brought up the fact that we're pretty much at the end of this season. Um, like I said, you might be catching up on, on the holidays that are, that are currently happening and everything else like that. So if I had to give a recommendation of something that is currently streaming, um, I would give it to our dating story. Um, Again, this story is very cutesy in the fact that it's a very innocent male lead and, uh, a, well, I guess the traditional sense you could call her a gal, I guess, or a gyru, um, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, but she's more experienced, but like it was, it's kind of one of those things where like he learns how to love and she learns what love actually is versus what she has thought what it has been this entire time, but like she's obviously just basically been with nothing but jerks and this is the first like actual genuine guy that doesn't just want to you know do things with her and it's a very cute story and they they both kind of learn what love is it is a slow burn i will give you that i'm actually ahead of the anime currently because i've i've i read i read the manga first um i'm sure the the anime is great if you're not really huge into into reading manga you'd much rather watch it um, but I do find that the romance is very cute. Um, of course, I also want to give a special shout out to the ridiculousness that is the, I'm not even sure how many times they say it, but the hundred girlfriends that really, 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 really love me or whatever. It's the most ridiculous premise. I still read it weekly. I don't know why <laughs> it's, it's, it's so dumb, but it's so funny and it's so ridiculous. Um, so if you want like, um, if you want more of like, not a story rich romance, but just the most ridiculous thing you've ever watched, go ahead and watch that. <laughs> um, that's the only, uh, uh, piece of advice I can give on that. Um, so yeah, what I kind of want to do now is that, uh, funny enough, uh, first I want to thank all the people that watched and, or I guess listened to the first episode. Um, I've already kind of gotten a couple questions, which Weirdly enough, I got the questions off my email, which I thought was going to be the least used thing, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I thought maybe, you know, Instagram or somebody might reach out to me on Facebook Messenger or, or something like that. But it was it was actually an email. And I, I again, I, I appreciate you. And that's what it's there for. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. Um, so first question, which is a fair question. Why are you called Rival X Reviews? So, um this one's kind of really simple. Um, my gamer tag is rival X games. So in, instead of gaming right now, I'm reviewing. Um, that's basically kind of where the thought process came from us. Uh, long story short, uh, especially for like, uh, the times when I was playing, uh, competitively, uh, or I guess semi-competitively in Fortnite and stuff like that. A lot of people that only knew me, knew me in a, in a gaming or streaming capacity, 
uh, called me Rival. Um, so I kind of just went with that from my original um, gamer tag and just tagged on the games. Thought it was nice and clever and everything else like that. So yeah, so instead of games, it's reviews because this is what the podcast does. Um, second question, what is an anime or manga that has hit you right in the feels? Uh, so I kind of took this as like more of like a, a moment in an anime or manga. Um, obviously for an anime, I could go into some obvious ones. As you can tell from the, the ones that I've already, uh, kind of listed that I've watched, um, Major Hughes's death in Full Sorry if it's a spoiler, um, but it shouldn't be at this point. And if it is, uh, sorry. Um, and I guess another spoiler, if, if you don't want to hear it, don't go blah, blah, blah for a second, is uh, Ace's death in One Piece. Both of those obviously hurt, real hurt, hurt real bad. Um, 10 out of 10, would not recommend if you're having a bad day. Um, <laughs> but if I had to pick like a, a more of a manga uh, that hurt me in the feels, there's this one shot called Tokidoki. I don't want to give anything away. It, like I said, it's a one shot. It'll take you like 10 minutes to read. It, it, it it crushes you. That's that's <laughs> that's all I gotta say. It is it is one that will hurt your feelings. And and I I feel I, anytime somebody is like, hey, what's one that could like make you tear up? Read Toki Doki. That's that's all I gotta say. Um, and then final question: Do 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 do. Who is your favorite anime character? So this is a really really big question. <laughs> um. If I had to pick one, um, just right off the top of my head, I would probably go Roy Mustang from Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. I find that he's very likable in the sense that I like that he's a very stoic, calculating kind of kind of leader and everything else like that. But I can I can relate to him in the sense that if it comes to threatening his friends or subordinates or people that are really important to him. Again, if you if you've seen the scene where he where he's taking out his uh, his uh, grief about uh, Hughes' death on Envy, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and it's probably one of my favorite all time scenes in all of anime. Um, so yeah, I'll go with Mustang. Um, so yeah, so I kind of want to close this off. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to kind of start doing in these episodes and kind of let you know, I'm always reading something new. Um, whether it's a it's a man, manhwa or a manga or anything, I'm I'm usually always reading something. Uh, my current read right now is a Atomi Isekai called My Gently Raised Beast. Um, if you want to look it up, it's not bad. It's not you know the best thing I've ever read in my life, but I find that it's a very good segue into what I'm hoping my next topic will be next week, which will be Isekai as a whole, and I'll be going over the different kind of subgenres. Um, in in uh in that realm of things um like i said i you don't have to tell me that it's trash i'm already i'm already fully aware and i'm here for it um so like i said before i sign off um i've already gotten a few reviews and everything else like that i've gotten huge support from a few of my friends and everything else reaching out i just wanted to give a quick thank you to everybody thank you so much um the one thing i will say is i hope that in reading this um keep reviewing if you can they really do help um in the grand scheme of things, um, like and follow any of my things. Like I said, I'm on every social, Rival X Reviews, Twitter, Instagram. I have a Facebook uh, page where I will, you know, 
try to post every time that a new episode comes up if you're not already following. Um, and it just it, 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 it's another way, like I said, I want to hear your questions. I want to hear your your comments um, on, on my reviews and everything else like that. And I would love to open up the conversation with you guys and kind of get a feel as to what you want to hear from this. So, uh, like I said, reach out on any of those things and that would be amazing. Um, I know by the time that this comes out, it'll probably be either Christmas or very close to Christmas or anything else like that. Um, whether you celebrate, don't celebrate, I hope you guys are just kind of having a, a happy holidays um, and kind of a great end to 2023. And uh, here's to 2024. Um, so thank you for uh, listening to Rival Reviews, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.